For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. It's Thursday the 10th of August. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Dan McHugh here. I'm joined by Shane Lee. G'day, mate. How are we, Dan? Yeah, I'm good. I hear that you're uh, you're, you're being hired as a celebrity. Well, I'm uh, I'm hosting a panel for the uh, Loretto Kirribilli um, High School Sports Luncheon um, tomorrow um, at Luna Park. So it should be fun. It'll be a big crowd there. I'm interviewing Luke Rickardson, the former rooster. Um, John Eels, a former Wallaby captain. And two ex-Loretto students, Uh, both girls are Olympians, so it should be fun. But I'm under strict instructions from my wife to behave myself (laughs) on stage. She's a little bit nervous. (laughs) Uh, So do you plan to behave? Well, she said to me, Shane, if you don't don't do a good job, the school will never ask you to do a thing again. I said, Lorraine, you need better fucking negotiation tactics. Don't do do a good job, eh? I know, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, on today's show, we'll be talking cricket, tennis, soccer, AFL, NRL and a whole lot more. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute and sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now, you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a CellAid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your CellAid at CellAid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. Uh, having a look at the cricket, Shane, Cameron Bancroft named in Australia A squad to play New Zealand A in October. He's got a great batting average. He has. Look, um, and Dan, if you remember correctly, I said that he should have been on the Ashes tour. Um, one of the reasons um, uh, that he should have been is that uh, last Sheffield Chelsea season, he was the leading run scorer. He scored 945 runs at 59.06. Yeah, huge season. After a big, big season last year, we all know Cam Bancroft was the, the culprit in the um, sandpaper gate. Um, but both Smith and Warner have been back playing. Smith, Smith's even captain Australia. And for whatever reason, they've kept this kid out. Um, it's a bit of a fall guy, I reckon. Uh, in particular, because they picked on the Ashes um, tour when Warner wasn't scoring runs. The other two opening batsmen were Marcus Harris and Matt Renshaw, who I just don't think are really up to the standard. I think Bancroft is a much better player. So he's been given a chance now in the Australia race. So hopefully he scores some runs and, and gets back in there because I think he's got a lot of talent. I do, and I think we would have had a different Ashes season if he was there, right? Well, potentially. And the, the other big thing, um, Dan, is that um, they've picked another opening partner for him, a guy called Tim Ward, who's 25, who was the young Bradman Player of the Year last year. But but Tim Ward's 25. So he was a young Bradman player at 24. Now, the young Bradman Cricket of the Year was generally get like players like a Ricky Pony who was 17 or something. And so I don't know if we've got many young batsmen coming through at all. He's played 21 test matches, Tim Ward. So 21 first-class matches. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's only scored 100. He averages 36, and now he's been picked for Australia A. Yeah, 25 is definitely at the upper spectrum of young, isn't it? Yeah. 
It is yeah. a watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to yeah. be releasing your first album when you're 25 as a pop star. You don't think nah. so, do you? But um, yeah, so 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 maybe the uh, the the pickings are slim here. Yeah, well, maybe they are, or maybe it's the administration. Yeah, could be. All right, let's have a look at the tennis world number one women's tennis player Iga Swiatek uh, has. Been photographed training with <laughs> tape over her mouth. <laughs> What's going on there, Shane? Oh, the mind boggles here, doesn't it? Um, well, okay. The sensible answer here, Dan. <laughs> the sensible answer is she's put tape over her mouth because she wants to improve her nose breathing. Uh, apparently, right. you're more efficient um, if you can use your nose to breathe. She must be breathing, yeah. breathing, breathing through her mouth. Um, it's Lorraine taping your mouth up when you sleep at night, Shane. Well, no, I, I was going to say the other way around, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but look, maybe Nick Curios should be wearing it over his mouth when he actually plays. Just, yeah. just tell him to stop abusing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently, um, breathing through the nose is way more efficient, yes. and yeah, mm. so. Um, it's an interesting way of going about it, though. Uh, yeah, we'll see if her game improves. Well, look, she, she is the world number one, um, and so maybe she's looking for these little things, the little one percenters that can give her even more of an edge. And they always say, when you're on top, you're the hunted, and if you stand still, you'll be passed. So you've got to keep improving. So she's obviously looking for, the, as I said, the one percenters. All right, we'll take a quick break here, talking AFL, NRL, and soccer in just a moment. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Shana, as we approach the start of the La Liga season in Spain, Barcelona have held their pre-season Juan Gampa trophy and won against Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham 4-2. 4-2, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of positives out of this, um, I think, for Ange's um, Tottenham here, the Spurs. Um, that Look, they, they'd rested stars. Harry Kane is a superstar. James Madison, Dejan Kulaveski uh, and Christian Romero. Um but the, the, the positives were the, the real aggressive sort of style they played. Oliver Skip, the captain on the day, scored twice. Um, and they really just only faded in the second half. So, uh, yeah, I think um, he's definitely getting buy-in from the supporters. This is what Ange does. He gets buy-in, oh, from, absolutely. buy-in from them. And, um, yeah, and, I, and I think the team are all buying in as well because they can actually see dramatic improvements in, in a short period of time with him at the helm. So... I might be wrong, but I think um, people see this as a bit more of a, a friendly fun match yeah. because uh, Barcelona have won this particular trophy for the last 11 years yeah. uh, and they're winning against some pretty damn good teams. Mm. So I don't think it's actually, I don't think anyone really cares that there's a loss there and there are plenty of learnings, right? Plenty of learnings and, and it's the style and the manner that they're, they're going about their football is I think what's um, giving everyone a lot of confidence. Uh, looking at the Women's World Cup, France are expecting a hostile crowd when they play the Matildas on Saturday night. You betcha. I hope so. They, they're going <laughs> to Queensland, mate. And um, look, I said yesterday on the podcast, I said I think this is it's the real final for Australia here. If we can get past this one, um, mm. we should get it, get all the way to the final and, and potentially even could win it. So uh, it's a big match. We've got to stop. The French are prolific goal scorers. They scored four goals last match. Um, so we have to, our defence is going to have to be up to up to um, uh, its 
absolute best standards. Um, we've got Sam Kerr coming back now, but yeah, the pressure's on when you know, a few of these uh, French players are quite tall too, so they'll be using a lot of crosses, I think, um, and try and beat us in the air, you know, far post. So we'll have to watch that one. Yeah, it'll be interesting yep. to see. I just hope Australia don't embarrass themselves if they're going to. Well, they're planning to be hostile. <laughs> the supporters, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, down Caxton Street, you never know what's going to happen down there, mate. <laughs> I think uh, the other day, Shad and I were just trying to discuss who were worse, AFL fans or NRL fans. That's a no-brainer, um, isn't it? Well, Shad reckons it's AFL fans. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He's a leaguey, mate. I, He's going to say that. Yeah, yeah. he is a true leaguey, <laughs> yeah. but I, I reckon it would be interesting to actually do a tally. Uh, mm. Anyway, let's move on yep. to the AFL. Uh, having a look at the AFL ladder, mm. there's been some massive changes. Collingwood still holding strong uh, with 64 points at the top, yep. but then there was a bit of a gap after Port Adelaide. Now Melbourne and Brisbane are sit- both sitting on 56 points. Yep, Melbourne, Brisbane and Port Adelaide, mate, on 56. Now, um, you mentioned um, Collingwood, yeah, they're way out in front on 64, as you said, uh, but they've lost their last two matches in a row, Dan. Um, the mm. first time they've lost two matches in a row since May last year. So right. Wow, so it's a big one. Now, the other disappointing thing for Collingwood, their absolute engine room, Nick Dacos, is out for six weeks now with a knee injury. And Nick Dacos has changed. This kid's only 20 years of age. He's only been playing AFL for two years. And he was he's, was absolute favourite to win the Brownlow. He potentially could still win the Brownlow if he came back in six weeks' time. Um, but we'll have to wait and final, see on that one, yeah. yeah. Um, so looking at now, veteran um, still side bottom may come in. Um, the other big injury that Collingwood had... Well, he's, he's actually just been ruled out as for it, Friday night's clash with Geelong, what, so with a foot injury. Right, so he's out now, okay. Well, then, Yeah, and they're hoping that... And that means Collingwood versus Geelong is going to be a tough match for Collingwood. It will be a tough match for them, but uh, look, it's... Uh, they're hoping to Nathan Brown, who was injured, uh, also with a knee. Um, he may be back now, a bit earlier than they thought, so he'll he'll help the mm. help that team a little bit. But um, yeah, it's always um, two losses in a row. You start to question: uh, Are we that good? I think Collingwood are that good. So I have to wait and see how they play on the weekend or tonight, I should say. I noticed there was a slip in of we there, Shane. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> your Swans mates are going to be very disappointed with you. Let's move on to the NRL. A challenge has been laid down to inconsistent Josh Schuster by Manly coach Anthony Seabold. Yeah, Anthony, well, um, Schuster, as we know, Josh Schuster is on $800,000 a season and was signed to 2027. Um, he's And 22 years of age, he's been seriously underperforming. Um, mm. Now, so what they're saying is, mate, basically you need to ship up. Um, they can't really ship him out because they've signed him for so long. Um, yeah. on, on a big number. They've got Luke Brooks coming over from the Tigers next year and still got Dale Cherry Evans there. So they're saying Schuster might probably go to a second row position um, at the end of this season. But he's saying to me, mate, come on, you're getting paid a lot. Prove everyone wrong. He just seems, doesn't seem to be that fit and very, very inconsistent in his performances. I don't know if you remember when we had former Rooster Nat Wood on the show mm. and he kept talking about how he always saw um, Schuster in Maccas. <laughs> He called, he, called him, so do you think, he called him a turnstile. Do, <laughs> do you think it could be a, a, a nutritional issue? I, mean, I know this sounds like a little bit, you know, new age, but could it possibly be that he's eating too many Big Macs? Well, potentially. Yeah, he's not doing something right because the way that they train these days, they train so hard, they're training twice a day. Um, there's no reason why you should be overweight when you're playing. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, but he just seems to... 
when, when you're not quite as fit as you should be, that's when you make the mental decisions. You make the incorrect ones then. You make mentally, you make mistakes. And he seems to be just going the wrong way sometimes. He's, he's controlling the play for, for Manly at 5'8", but making the wrong decisions under pressure, and that often comes with fitness. Get your fitness right, you're a lot clear-headed, and you can make better decisions. Uh, are Manly Seagulls sponsored by McDonald's? No, they're not. They should be. All right. Because every, <laughs> every time I hear um, about someone seeing a Manly player or coach, mm. it's always McDonald's is involved somehow. It's just near the ground there. Um, that's why. Yeah, right. It's across the road. Okay, well, Manly are playing Panthers uh, this weekend. Mm. Jerome Luai and Mitch Kenny won't be there for the game. How do you reckon that will pan out? Uh, I still think I still think the Panthers are that good. I think they're going to flog, Me too. flog the Seagulls, mate. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm 100% I think the Panthers are going to win this game, probably by 10 plus, I reckon. Other big matches, mate. Sharks take on the Titans. This will probably be the last nail in the Sharks' coffin, I reckon. Um, Broncos taking the Eels should be a big match. The Warriors should storm home against the West Tigers, mate. Um, oh, yeah. And then the Roosters take on the Dolphins. So... Yeah, the Roosters got to keep winning every match. Um, will the Dolphins be their last nail in their coffin this week? Who knows? We'll see. That'll be an interesting yeah. one to watch. Um, back to the Panthers, though. It seems like uh, the guys at news.com.au mm. and at Fox Sports are obsessed with Jerome Luai. I can't believe how much attention this guy gets from them. Uh, I just want... What is it? Did he, did he do something to them or... I don't get it. No, he he he, um, he walks to the beat of his own drum. That's for sure. He's um, he's very Christian. He's uh, and he's a, he's a tall guy, right? He, he celebrates over the top, and I think that gets under a lot of people's skin. Um, and he, when he's played for New South Wales, he hasn't necessarily stood up as much as we would have liked as Blues supporters. Um, so I think he cops a bit of heat from that. Is he a good footballer? Absolutely, he is. Is he getting paid a lot of money? Yep. Um, I asked Brian Fletcher, uh, the CEO of the Panthers, who would he be signed next year? He said, well, if he wants a million dollars, he probably won't be. So, um, yeah, so he, he might have to go somewhere else. But I dare say he's, he's going to want to stay at the Panthers. The thing is, even if he doesn't get a, a million dollars, mm. there's still a potential for him to make a lot of money yeah. staying there. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you're, and you're winning too, right? You're winning and they've got a really good investment um, bunch of guys around the Panthers. They're buying properties out there. Um, the, mm. the guys are getting good advice. They're winning. Um, it's very family orientated. Yeah, it'd take a lot for a guy to leave. For, you know, for a couple of hundred grand upside over, over a couple of seasons, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, mm. and, and moving your whole That's family right. or whatever. Yep. Uh, Josh, do you remember Josh Mansell stayed out at the, the Panthers yep. for... For less pay, mm. and he seems to be ha- even though yeah. he's retired now, yeah. he seems to be be happy with the decision he made to stay there. So, I don't know if I was good enough to be a Panther, I'd probably stay there. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit subscribe, follow, share it with your mates. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Cell AED. It's the world's smallest defibrillator. And we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. That's it. You guys, take care. Hey, Stephen Ferris here, one half of Fire Up. I'm here with the great... Chris Gale, the other half of Fire Up. And Stephen, we've had a lot of fun with rugby league over the years, but with the way the concussions and HIAs are going, I give the game about five years. It's looking dark and gloomy, Chris. So you may as well come and tune into the Fire Up podcast now and listen to the last days of rugby league. As we see the little stuff, it's a soap opera and you're going to love it. Find Fire Up on any podcast app.